0: Good morning and welcome to Hochmah and Coffee, episode number 24 for the month of June. I trust you're having a great and wonderful morning so far. Now today we're continuing our journey through the book of Matthew, especially through this trilogy of parables uh, that Jesus is telling, and uh, I hope it will be a blessing to you. If you're just joining us, welcome. Um, I encourage you to subscribe because Hochmah and Coffee, it's all about giving out a daily dose of Hochmah. And maybe you're wondering, what is Hochmah? It's the Hebrew word for wisdom. And so every morning we give out a short little uh, explanation of a Bible passage with a daily application, which I hope will be a blessing to you. And so uh, feel free to hit that subscribe button. also... Our book is now available on Audible, which is crazy. Uh, The book, Good News, and it's not very expensive. And so if you'd like to check that out, I actually have a special link that will be on our Facebook page. That if you use that link, you'll get a free trial if you're not already an Audible member. And then if you would like to support everything Church Pro, if you let it go one month, so $15 um, to start your membership Everything Church Pro, I'm going to give full disclosure here, we'll get like $80 or something like that. And so if you want to be a blessing, that um, yeah, would be a huge blessing. Get the audiobook and let it go one month in and uh, you will multiply your money towards Everything Church Pro. But if you'd like a free version you just want to listen to it, these last two days we were reading it live on our YouTube channel. So if you want to check those out, you can go to our YouTube channel, Everything Church Pro, and check out the live reading of the book. We're almost done. We've done part one and part two, and so we'll do part three later this week. All right, well, enough of the commercials. Let's jump into the Hochmah for today. We're going to read verses 45 and 46, and they say this, again, The kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. Now, again, traditionally growing up, I always took this to mean, you know, us seeking after God and us wanting it. And once we found him, we left everything else and we um, got saved, which is, I mean, it could be a possibility for an interpretation. I'm not sure Um, But again, this commentary wanted to flip that on its head, and it said that this is probably talking about Jesus. And I just want to leave both of these out there for you, but then I'm going to bring an application at the end that we can use today. So they were saying that this, again, was Jesus seeking after a goodly pearl. And the goodly pearl he found was so worth it that he gave all. And we know that Jesus did give all on the cross and so I'm going to read a little bit of his commentary so you can see kind of his point of view. It says this It will be helpful for us to review how a pearl is created in nature. The gem is the answer of the oyster to something that has injured it. A foreign object pierces the oyster, whereupon the little creature buries the irritation under the layer after layer of secretion until at It at last has produced a pearl. The pearl cannot be obtained until the oyster is dead. In other words, the pearl is found in an oyster's grave. This process points us directly to Calvary. Their men injured God's son and put him sorely pierced in his grave. Yet, out of that suffering and death, God has produced the church. The church is God's answer to Calvary. Other facts about the costly pearl point us to the church. A pearl is silky white in color, and time cannot rush or tarnish it. In the days of the Lord, pearls were a special treasure of kings, and were dis- and were destined for the throne. It seems that Christ had all his had all this in mind when he selected a pearl to be a vehicle for conveying uh, mystery, uh, for conveying mystery truth to his disciples. He had set his heart on a rare, unique, and priceless pearl. He had counted the cost and was about to pay the price. Before uh, before long, he bought it. And as an oyster's pearl is salvaged from the stormy sea, so the church was taken from the restless sea of the Gentile world. Destined for the throne, the church will be exhibited eternally, As the prime example of God's sovereign grace. So, those are his reasons why he thinks that um, Jesus is the merchant and the pearl um, is the local church that he sacrificed so much to create. That's his view. I mean, as I was reading that, I could also see that Jesus was the one who created the pearl and we find the pearl in his death. I I mean, so there's so much here uh, that we have to meditate on, but the application, I think, is very clear for us. Uh, Yesterday I showed that we should sacrifice all to follow him But today I'm going to take it the other way And I want us to remember what it cost Jesus to buy our freedom We were purchased with his precious blood And friend, may that be something that we don't take lightly When we're speaking to our spouses today May we remember that our mouths have been bought And it was very costly for God When we're going different places, may we remember in our attitudes and our actions that we have been bought with a price. Therefore, let us glorify God in our bodies and in our souls, which are God's, okay? In this parable, we see that this man, he sold everything. And friend, Jesus gave it all, all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain. He washed it white as snow. Well, I hope this was a blessing to you, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.